0: We are good to go here. It's six twenty-seven when, when we are when I am recording this. Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever you're uh, doing. Some time shifted listening, shifted, not the other thing. Uh, it's the podcast edition of the Morning Reboot, and uh, it's earlier than usual today. Because everybody's uh, everybody's a little under the weather. Uh, under the weather. Floyd is a little under the weather. Tuesday uh, Tuesdays our pop culture superhero, our pop culture guru, Jeffy McGee, usually joins us. We play the trailer game. We talk about some things that you need to know about on streaming. And I don't know if there's much anyway. Um, but both of those guys are under the weather today. So we'll uh, we'll hit a couple of things. We won't go too long here, but I thank you for finding the podcast episodes of The Morning Reboot. Remember, um, the content here and on the show is now split. Uh, and again, this is a new episode. Again, Tuesday, July 21st. Last week, I was on the third and final week of my intermittent furloughs. And the company says they don't expect uh, they don't expect uh, what is this and I I hear things like this. I try to speak in a lawyerly way. you know how they say words matter. Uh, watch which I try to be careful of that. so what most places are saying at this time we don't see the need for any further um, but things change like whenever I hear uh, like an athlete go I, uh, I would like to spend the rest of my career right here and then circumstances change. so um but uh thanks for finding this a new podcast today. Uh, we were gone last week back today. we were back yesterday. please grab that Janet Amid uh, is there our astrologer let's uh, let's start with some mask things. I have a question um I so all of our places here I I don't have a mire near me. when I live downtown where I live now there is no mire. That is in my travels. I could go to the one on Conant, but I've got some targets and some WalMarts to choose from. Obviously, some Krogers as well. But I think all the places that we shop here are now um, requiring you to wear a mask. And if not the if not the building, certainly like the city of Toledo is, and and here in Lucas County and Wood County, uh, we're both in the red zone, so. Uh, masks are required. There's almost like no way around it unless you've got some kind of health condition. But there, there's a supermarket in the South that's kind of like their Kroger. Uh, maybe you've heard of it. It's called Winn-Dixie. Of course, it's in the South with a name like Winn-Dixie. Uh, I remember shopping there when I lived in Orlando, Florida. The two big places down there are one Winn-Dixie and also Publix. I love Publix. Somebody once told me when I had moved down there, they were like, "You've got to go to Publix and get a hoagie, like a sub," uh, and and they were right. So Publix take Publix would be on par with uh, our best Krogers, and and then we'll we'll never have a Publix, but the other supermarket that I would put up there above. Certain other ones would be Wegmans, which is an East Coast thing. Have you heard of it or ever been to one? Let's take the best Kroger Marketplace that we have. Maybe the one in Perrysburg on Route 20 or the one near me on Airport. Let's take that Kroger Marketplace and put it on steroids. That's Wegmans. So Wegmans and Publix are great places. Wegmans East Coast, Publix down south where Winn-Dixie is. So Publix says you got to wear a mask. Winn-Dixie says... No mask. uh, Something along the lines of they didn't want to cause any undue friction uh, for their employees. And I was thinking about this. And just like uh, yesterday on the show, on the on-air show, and here on the podcast, I think I mentioned it it was a a suggestion but also a question. And I did get an answer. Uh, I, I said... Wouldn't it be a good idea for schools like Perrysburg release their plan today? And it looks like uh, younger kids will be in four days a week, older kids uh, like two days a week, which makes sense because some of the older kids can stay at home by themselves. Uh, it, they don't need to be babysat or, or watched like a eight or nine year old might be. I said, "Can't we put can we put these plastic shields up, the dividers up, like we see in businesses? Wouldn't that be helpful? Especially because a lot of parents said kids don't want to or will not wear a mask for how many ever hours they're in school." And I did get a message uh, from from a woman, and she didn't mention the school district, but she said that uh, yeah, their schools put up the plastic divider. So again, it was, and I would think having those dividers up would help get kids in school as much as possible, which I think. Everybody except for maybe the kids, maybe even then the kids want. I think everybody wants kids in school as much as possible. So that was a a suggestion, but also a question. My question was, why can't we do that outside of maybe budgetary reasons? Because I get it. School districts, even Ottawa Hills, might not have the kind of money to put those things in. But maybe they could be donated from Dana or Jeep or Owens Corning or another local business. So this is a question. Especially if you're a, a, a retail worker or you work in a, in a market or anywhere where, um, at least up until a week or so ago, masks weren't required. I would think, when dixie I would think that there would be more friction by having like a very hands-off and laissez-faire approach. Like, we appreciate if you want to wear a mask. We understand that you, you want to keep uh, yourself and, and others safe but we're not going to ask you to wear There won't be a rule. Kind of like maybe the maskless, wild, wild west. And I think we've all seen some of these... Um these fiery Costco showdowns that have gone viral. Granted, I think Costco is one of the first places that said you needed to wear a mask. And I've you know, i been pro-mask all along. And I'm even trying to find a way to uh, to make it work um, as I'm in the gym now. I bought four masks yesterday. And I hope they fit because the one, the two that I bought from Target for $4 are, I have a very small head. And apparently, my face is very small because the large, extra large drapes over me like I'm like I'm like some wild west bandit. It hangs down below my chin. So I'm pro mask, but I'm also pro you not getting into an argument. And I'm just wondering, asking, surmising, positing, whatever you want to call it. So this Winn Dixie place, the supermarket down south, I bet there would be less friction for their employees and maybe even customers if there was a mask rule instead of everybody going about their own way because what could happen is um, you could have customers going after each other in some way uh, regardless of what side of the mask thing uh, they sit on. You, When you leave it up to people, I mean, look, that's kind of how we've gotten to where we are because so much... We've not had good leadership. I think we've had pretty good leadership and direction from uh, Governor Dewine here, but across the country, from a thirty thousand foot macro level, there has not been good leadership um, from and from many from and in many directions, and that's why this thing is lingering here so darn long, as opposed to other places which uh, might get movie releases before we will. So if uh, if, if Ukraine or places in Africa or other parts of Asia get tenant and Black Widow before we get them because the virus is still rampaging here. No spoilers! Actually, when I see someone without a mask, and I, I don't, again, I, I'm pro-mask, but I I encourage you to not get into a, uh, a debate or any kind of argument with anybody. Just scowl at them underneath your mask. And by the way, you can answer that question if you want. I would think places having a rule uh, would be better than everybody do their own thing. That that just seems like a recipe for chaos. And if you're a store, I wouldn't want I would want to put rules in place so people aren't uh, more likely to get in arguments or confrontations or whatever you want to call it. And when I do see someone, because of all of this so far, I am very fortunate. And I'm I'm not taking it for granted. I'm also not trying to rub it in your face at all. But I'm very fortunate um, that my life has been minimally impacted in almost every way possible uh, because of all of this. I haven't had to worry about kids to manage. My finances haven't been uh, devastated like like many people's have. So I don't take that for granted. On again, I'm not rubbing it um, in your face by any means. But I'm very fortunate. My life has not been drastically impacted by all this, except for two things. And I say, look, I can clearly live with these, without these two things in my life, as opposed to some of the things that you may be uh, suffering through at this point in time. I do, I do miss holding the door for people. I am a very, I like to pat myself on the back and think that I am a very good door holder for people. And now I try not to do it because uh, it, you're you're getting in that, even if there's a mask, you're getting in that six feet of people. And I hope if uh, if you have followed me in somewhere and I didn't hold the door for you, please don't take any offense to it because, you know, I just don't want to be in your six feet and you shouldn't want to be in mine. I miss holding doors for people. I did see a great video the other day as baseball has gotten going. Um, we can't high five anymore. None of that stuff. Not Probably shouldn't even do elbows or anything like that. I saw a friend. Uh, somebody that I used to work with at the Target in Rossford, Perrysburg, on 20, on Saturday, and I held my hand up, I was going to do a big high five. I was like, oh, can't do that anymore. But I did see a video of baseball players who are doing uh, low fives, like with their feet. So they're working around the best they can. The other thing I miss, I miss going to the movies, and uh, some friends of mine had a, had a good discussion, uh, Vinny and Justin, uh, on Twitter uh, about... When, because we're not getting movies anytime soon, I think, yeah, Friday, movie theaters had the green light to open, but did not. I think it was July 17th, they had the green light to open. But uh, we're not going to get movies here, in all likelihood, until New York and L.A. clear up. So to go back uh, a minute or so ago, Tenet and other movies might open internationally long before we get them here. And then the movie uh, then the movie companies will have to decide, well, it's it's out. Tenet is all over Africa and Asia and Australia Do we release it video on demand Or other movies I don't think Christopher Nolan will allow Tenant to be released on demand He wants us I want to go see it in theaters But we'll, we'll get into the discussion over whether Some movies can and should be released Video on demand And we pay $15, 20 25 for it I mean they got to make their money To um, to make up for how much these movies have been, uh, Have cost to make But when I see someone who is, um, maybe they just forgot their mask, maybe they've got a medical issue, but usually I think the worst of people, which is not a good thing to do. When I see somebody who looks like they're being irresponsible, reckless, selfish, um, in any way, shape, or form, I think, hmm. Because of you, they're bumping Black Widow back another day. So thanks a lot for taking movies away from me. Um, I've been accused of being a germaphobe before, and I don't think I am. I don't not a traditional germaphobe. There's just things about people that 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 are things are icky, and maybe it stems from the B-word thing that I don't like. We've been through that a lot of times, and I don't want to. I don't want to talk about it because it'll make my stomach turn. Um... For instance, there are times, like, I might not wash my hands in the bathroom. I usually will. Um, But there are things in the bathroom. Here's an example. A urinal. Sometimes I won't flush it if if there's a lever. Because think about it. Somebody might have been touching themselves, then they touch that, and then that thing is on my hands. Sure, I can go wash it off, but still, it's just icky. So... Whether you want to call that a germaphobe or not, I'm, I'm not going to fight you on that one. But yeah, there are a lot of places. And it, it where I'm going with this is a popular TikTok video of something you might want to buy. But I've kind of found parts of my body or things that I have on me to use it already. Especially since it's a keychain. Do, do you still have a keychain? Do you use a keychain anymore? Um. So whether you want to call me a germaphobe or not, you can. But there are things that I... Try not to touch. Again, levers in the bathroom. I, just, I hope when I go into public bathrooms, because I've thought long before the pandemic hit, you know how how dirty people are? Like, I reminded you of this in March, and, and the meme started to come out. Like, now people are finally washing their hands when they should. Finally, I hope. But yeah, there's a lot of things in public bathrooms that I, I don't want to touch. There have been times where I, I have been, like, Locked or stuck in public bathrooms Because I didn't want it It was a pull to get out And I didn't want to touch the handle And I didn't have a sleeve Like I wasn't wearing a jacket Because a lot of times what I'll do is I'll pull my The sleeve of my jacket over my hand And then open the bathroom door Or any dirty door with that Um And I've been stuck in the bathroom. And I have to wait for someone to either come in or go out. So I don't have to touch that nastiness. Another good example of like me being, I think, acutely aware of not letting touch things. Uh, When I leave the gym every day, uh, it's a door that pushes out. I don't touch the handle. I try to touch some part of the glass um, because it's probably a lower touch spot than the handle. Uh, Every morning when I go to the Circle K on Airport and Burn, I'm usually using my debit card. We we should get to that. Uh, I I use my debit card, and I use my pinky finger, and I do this whether it's the Circle K or at Target uh, or Kroger. I use my pinky finger to punch in the code and then hit enter because uh, I would think that my pinky finger... Is the least likely of anything connected to my wrist uh, that I'm going to touch my face with, and and the pinky is. Uh, I think if we had to lose a finger, we'd all be okay, or we'd all pick the pinky. Um, I'm still sure to wash my hands, but yeah, I use my pinky finger on on keypads like that. So there's something called a cootie key, and it's a, a keychain, and what it does is it basically replicates what I do with my pinky finger. Um, it it's a hook and there's an, it looks like a question mark and there's there's actually a straight part of it as well with a little rubber thing on it. Look it up because the video on TikTok uh, TikTok has been viewed millions of times and it's only thirteen dollars on Amazon. So again, it replaces like I, I if I had it, I might not have gotten stuck in the bathroom that time if I had remembered to bring my keys with that on there. It's a keychain. Do we even use keychains anymore? Um. I have never had a lot of keys in my life. Let's see, like maybe a work key or two, um, a house key or two, so maybe four at most. Um, Right now, I, I use my garage door opener to get into the house, so I never take my house key with me, and I have my car key fob, so I could put this cootie key on there, but again, I've found creative ways with my body to get in and out of places without... Uh, being a part of high-touch circumstances. Parts of my body, like I'll, uh, if, if a door is closing, I'll stick my foot in there. And if I'm using my hands or even my pinky, I'm, I'm sure to really wash my hands. Are you thinking I'm a super germaphobe? So the Cootie Key, at $13 on Amazon. K-O-O-T-Y-K-E-Y. The Cootie Key. And you're probably familiar with it from TikTok. I don't have much on this, but uh, the, the memes have done a good job with it. So going back to I always use my debit card. Look, this has been one of the most hoaxerific times in all history I can remember. Like, some of the things that people are coming up with. I just, I pre-blocked someone on Facebook. This person kept showing up. My people I might know, and I would look at their profile. And this person suggested that, how come all the states where the president was planning campaign rallies... Have uh, have upticks in viruses, and I'm like, oh, and they they, uh, I could it was it, it hurt me, it hurt me bad. Um, the coin shortage, I don't think that there's any kind of conspiracy or a hoax, any kind of dark black ops government thing to further track you, and the people who have those fears that the government is is wants to track them and their behavior and what they're doing with their money. Um, my first question is, like, I, I get it. Some people want as much freedom and individuality as they possibly can, and they don't want the government watching them. I, Okay, but if you think the government has interest in your target addiction, like, they're not, oh boy, there's there's Casey. Man, let, Bob, get over here. Casey just can't get out of Target without spending more than $50. I bet she's just going in for one thing and she's sucked into a $50 thing every two weeks or every time she goes. Really? Do you, what kind of, what kind of overinflated sense of self-importance do you have that you think the government is interested in how you are spending your money um, I know there will always be people like that. So I don't, if there's a coin shortage and I, I guess there is, and I haven't read why I first saw the sign a couple of weeks ago at Monette's I'm like, doesn't it affect me. I would help you if I could, but I even have less change in my, uh, in my car than I've ever had. And I try to keep some quarters in there if I'm downtown and I don't need to hit the meter or something like that. But I, I'm one of the people who had tons of change in their car and I even, I, I have a piggy bank from when I was a little tiny, little uh, like like this thing is nearly 40 years old. And every, like six, every six months, I would pull money out of it and deposit it in the bank. And there'd be like 30, 40, 50 bucks. Not anymore, because I don't use cash or change like I used to. So I saw the sign up Monet's, And the first thing I thought was, okay, maybe less people are using physical currency because it's another thing to touch and potentially pass the virus. Maybe it's that but this doesn't really affect me and i feel really bad for you in fact you're not if you're a i don't want the government tracking me kind of person you're probably not listening to this podcast um anyway and if you are hello welcome i'm glad you're here and another thing shouldn't you be more concerned about not the government tracking you um and and if you the other part of you having that concern, not that you're here anyway, but what are you like why are why does that bother you? Like what are you up to that you're worried about them watching you? Um, the other thing. Shouldn't you be more concerned with uh with private companies? having your information. There's actually been some some billboards I've I've seen lately. I don't know what company they're for. It's a neat little billboard campaign. It says, are you tired of companies having your data or do you want more privacy? And I think it's been beaten into our heads that, yeah, we need more privacy. Forget about the government stuff. I think you're tired of places like Facebook um, having so much information about you. Remember, again, going back to the government thing, If the government wanted to do something to you, they would just go delete, because they already have a very... They already have a very important, what, nine-digit number of yours. They already can track you, because you're probably paying taxes. And to pay those taxes, your social security number is floating out there, it takes Bob at the government about 90 seconds to pull up everything about you. So, think about that. Um, But... Private companies can track you, The, for example. And I don't have a problem with this, which is why I will explain in one second. This, second. I've seen, I was unsettled before when I Googled some things. I was like, wow, it's, it's that knows the address where I lived at in Orlando, Florida, like nearly 20 years ago. All that information is out there from, you know, you fill out certain forms, and then the information is sold. Uh, a more valuable currency, especially now with so much misinformation out there, um, information and data is arguably a more valuable currency than money itself. Now, I can't go to Target and pay for my Transformers and my, what else and almonds I can't go to uh, fresh market and pay $2.99 Tuesday chicken and go hey I've got some information for you will you take this instead of $49 for my my old? no but information um, and data is is nearly invaluable last week I got a phone call and it was one of those people offering to buy my house and I didn't think it was any kind of joke or hoax I asked my dad about it and you've probably had this happen to you before and I think in fact I've been pretty lucky I paid a great number for my house, and uh, when I look at the, Zill- the Zillow Zestimate, there's like an extra forty grand on there now. Now I don't think I could sell it for that, but I certainly think in, let's see, November 20, in in about eighteen months of living there, I could probably sell it for twenty or thirty grand more than what I paid. This guy said, "Hey, I I I, I buy houses. Um, I've seen some in your neighborhood. Would you be willing to buy your house? You know, no realtors, no lenders, nothing like that. I pay cash." where did he get my information? Somewhere, somehow, I signed up for a coupon to get 20% off of a t-shirt or something like that. They sell that information, whatever. And and more superficially than that, I don't care if a lot of places have my information, the Facebooks of the world, because yes, please, sell me things and by the way, I guess the guy that called my house, my dad mentioned, that's what the house flippers do. They make a 100 of those phone calls, and sometimes one or two will say yes, and they're able to make a good profit on that. If you like cold calling people, good for you. But no, I'm, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to sell my house either. What would be my number? I don't know. I just did a, there was a lot of work put in there. I have to pay Jody and Josh. I don't know, maybe like double what I paid for it. Maybe more than that. Maybe like one hundred twenty-five percent more than what I paid for it. Give me two hundred grand for my home, and we can talk. Um, the stuff that Facebook ads, Facebook has, and where uh, Google is tracking your info, isn't it kind of wild? Or it was wild the first time you saw your computer at work trying to sell you the same product that your iPad at home was selling you and then you're trying to figure out how they did that Well, you're signing in with certain pa- uh, places your, your ISP and they're all talking to each other the ones and zeros are talking to one another and they're trying to push these items on you and for the most part I ignore so many of these ads that I see you know we we'll use Google as an example I Google something and it's like oh there's something there's sunglasses that I looked up there's a t-shirt website that's following me around um 9 times out of 10 I just ignore it. But that one time out of 10 I'm like, "You know what? That that's kind of something I've been looking for. You know what? Let me let me go to that website." And I didn't buy anything, but that website now knows that I've been there, so it will push more things at me. And look, it I'd rather if I'm going to have advertise uh, ads not so invasively, ones that are easy to ignore, pushed at me in the way that we're all too familiar with now. Um, like I've noticed recently with Facebook there's a lot of things that are completely irrelevant to me and I just scroll past them um, service me with things that your numbers your zeros and ones have said I think you're going to want to buy this because you know what there have been times where it's worked it, it, it's worked there, there's there been a time where I, maybe I ignored that thing nine times but on that tenth time I was like hey got a little bit extra in my check this week maybe now I will buy that So I actually don't mind a whole lot that my information is out there. Why do you, again, what are you hiding? What kind of spending habits are you trying to hide from Target? Uh, Last couple of things here. There's two massive events that I've never been to. Uh, in the area like like marquee events i've never been to zoo to do uh, the fundraiser for the zoo and i don't know if i've missed that or not and the other one that has that uh, i've never been to there's always a conflict i all there's always another event going on that evening that i can never make it to barefoot on the beach um out at Miami bay state park i believe uh, a big event for the boys and Girls Club. That is happening this year, but not the event itself. I read on uh, WTOL's website, and I know my buddy Melissa Andrews is always part of that. Uh, Benefits to the Boys and Girls Club. It's happening happening differently this year. When you buy tickets for uh, Barefoot at the Beach, what you get is sand dollars. And you can basically go around to various businesses who, uh, who, restaurants mostly who usually do barefoot at the beach and use those sand dollars there. So as the article says, you can kind of make your own barefoot at the beach experience. Uh, last thing, I don't know what it's been, but I've seen more, they're cottontail bunnies. I've seen more cottontail bunnies than ever since I've lived where I lived, I've traded uh, downtown and some pigeons and coffee shops for, yeah, some people have called me a little Disney princess with all the animals in my neighborhood. I see multiple bunnies per day. And Diddy, Diddy would like to tear these, bunny, these bunnies to pieces. He protects us from these ruthless, savage bunnies that sit in the backyard and are just waiting for me to step out of the house and they can attack me. Or, um... Maybe, uh, maybe Diddy knows about RHD, uh, rabbit hemorrhage hem- hemorrhagic disease. It's killing bunnies. Yeah, it's another virus in 2020 that we have to worry about. It somehow got here from European bunnies to American bunnies, and it there, there's internal bleeding and all kinds of damage that these bunnies suffer, and then it's too late uh, to help them because you find them when they're dead. And they've got this disease. So the, it's ravaging the bunny population because 2020 wasn't bad enough. Um, Thanks for listening today. Sorry about ha- no, not having Floyd here. He's under the weather. Jeff and McG under the weather. I think we might have him on tomorrow. Our friend, let's see, who's usually on Wednesday? My days are all messed up. Alex will be with us Thursday and uh, Bethany on Friday. Thanks for being here. We also hit 50,000 downloads for these podcast episodes. So, I thank you for being here Thank you for listening to us uh, Again, different stuff on the air From like 5.30 till 10 every morning on Q105 That we have here on the podcast And again, thank you so much Hopefully, uh, whether uh, I and we are a part of the podcasts That you normally listen to Or if you have just you just used to listen to us Because you would miss the show And want to hear what you missed And uh, this podcast open you up to other podcast shows That you enjoy I say thank you